Hello and welcome to the Miss Rolling In podcast. My name is Jacob Staten and as always, I'm joined by Jay Jonah, Jama Arneson, Jama, Jama, Jonah, Jonathan, Jama, JJ Armstrong. How are you? Well, it gets longer every week. Uh, get much, get, gets more annoying every week as well. Uh, I'm great. I'm um, really hot. You don't need to wear that, but everyone's hot in a minute. It's boiling. Um, but what a day to be a Forest fan. How are you? What a day. Yeah, I'm fantastic, mate. Thank you. Fantastic. Uh, the weather has broken. My spirit is relifted from uh, several hour bedtimes. So I'm, uh, yeah, top of the shop, mate. Top of the yeah. shop. No one watches so that. Before we dive oh. into it, <laughs> before we dive into it, there's any there's one question we start with every week, JJ. What are you supping back on? So the last the last few episodes, it's been water, but I'm, I'm finding myself know. a little bit boring. So today. I'm drinking, as you can see, for those watching, a lovely Stella, a Nelson Mandela, Yay! a lovely bottle of Stella. Just been on a He's stag back. do. My liver has taken a kick in, but I won't let it get me down. It's here. Yeah. Like, what about like you? Vince McMahon doing it. I've got a, as per usual, mate, ah. little, little silver boy, little silver go. boy. There you go. Yeah, silver bullet. Oh, bless you. Before we start, two things. One... The this this shirt that I'm wearing for those watching is the uh, the last year's third kit, which is very bright. And the theme for this episode, as you can see in the background for those watching, is the yellow away kit. So this is going to be a bit of an eyesore. Apologies for that. Uh, also, I'm currently watching the Forest v Herfer Berlin uh, preseason on on the second screen. So if I look distracted and don't listen to Jacob, that's why. As as you are, Jacob, as you are, as you. As you were. Um, so we're going to start this week where I think any Forest fan wants to start with, with rumoured and linked with none other than Jesse Lingard. Jesse um, Lingard to Nottingham Jesse Forest. Jesse Lingard, yeah. Jay Ling's himself. Zing. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an, it's a, it's a, as I say, it's a peculiar one, but it, you know, it's probably one that makes sense for a lot of, lot of reasons. Um, I think we're being priced out of the Gibbs White move. Uh, and if you consider the fact that he, although he had a fantastic season in the in the championship last year, and I don't really have any doubts he could progress to Premier League, um, he's unproven at Premier League. J- Jesse Lingard isn't. Um, he had a wonderful that half season with West Ham was wonderful. He's had some decent years with Man United. Um, the wages would be humongous, I imagine. But when you consider there's no transfer fee and the experience he brings and yeah, he's going to be giving his all because he wants that one of those 26 spots to get to the World Cup, doesn't he, at Christmas? So, you know, it's uh, all things kind of line up, I suppose. Um, I don't know if there's, I don't know what's going on. It always kind of seemed nailed on he would go back to West Ham. I don't know if it's a money issue or a distance issue if he's still, because obviously he's a Manchester boy, isn't he? So if he comes to, to Forest, he's still only two hours away with a speed limit and probably 70 minutes away without a speed limit. So, uh, yeah, it's a bit closer to home. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's very interesting. It's it's a great signing. Somebody to wear that number ten shirt fits in that number ten role that we need to need to kind of backfill with Zinkanagel and Ghana. Uh, well, certainly not Zinkanagel who's gone to Olympiacos and, and Ghana not coming in. Seemingly, um, I do I do think there'll be a last minute bit of transfer activity with that one personally. Um, but yeah, it's, it seems like a a, a no lose situation to me. Yeah, um, it, it's. The fact that we're being linked with Jess Lingard, whether it comes off or not, the fact that this is actually a possibility is 
it's pretty wild. Mm. I never imagined that that would be a player that I would see linked with Forrest. So it makes sense to me. Um, I think he's a great player. He's certainly, I think he will thrive off being that talisman. He certainly was for West Ham. He'd be even more mm. of a talisman for Forrest. He'd be our sort of main guy. Someone worked out that it could possibly work out cheaper than Gibbs White, you know, with the upfront yeah. payment and then wages, you know, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't really matter to me, wages. I don't think it's going to cause any discord in the dress room because any of those players that looks at a former England international that's done it in the highest level for a few years on a higher wage to them and thinks, hang on, I should be earning more. Mm, doesn't sit right with me. I think he he sort of warrants it with his name. So sign him up. It, it's it's just wild. It's a, it's a weird time to be a Forest fan, but I've sort of, you know, by the time this podcast goes up tomorrow, it might have been sort of sweeped under the carpet, not happening. Maybe it was a ploy to get yeah. West Ham to to sign him. But I've become a bit obsessed today. I've never refreshed Twitter so much in the hope that something happens with it. So more than anything, yeah. it's a bit, mean, bit of drama. It's a bit excited, isn't it? So I'd love to see yeah, him I mean, bang a goal in and Millie Rock in front of the A, <laughs> the a block. But there you yeah. go. I mean... A shout out to Daniel Taylor as well for when he when he kind of tweet tweet confirmed the rumor, he, for, for putting it's true at the start and not just yeah. not just reposting what everyone else put it. was uh, that was, that was appreciated. So yeah. yeah, I mean, and then obviously we've also been linked with um, I'm gonna uh, Emmanuel Dennis. That's I believe his it. first name is Emmanuel That's Emmanuel it. Dennis from Watford, who he had a decent season last year in a, in a in a in a poor Watford team, in the boing boing Watford team that comes up and goes down. So, you know, that would be a, an interesting signing. I'm not that bothered if we do or we don't. It just, I'm surprised we haven't gone back in for the, the kid at um, Blackpool, Josh Bowler. Mm. And I know that Jed Wallace went to West Brom, didn't he, on a free. So, um, you know, I'm a bit surprised. They kind of seemed much safer bets. I know we're not in, we don't need necessarily safer bets, do we? But they're, they're very much signings of, they could be that quality, but they're also definitely championship quality if we did come straight back down. So... So well, I'm, I'm pleased if we do, and I'm not unhappy if we don't type in with Dennis. I'm I'm very happy if we get Dennis. Um, I think being linked with him, I would almost be a bit frustrated if we didn't get him because I can see the value that he would bring. He got 10 goals, six assists last season, I believe, um, with a very, very, very poor Watford side. I think he yep. is prem quality. So get him in, get the wallet out. Yeah. And um, yeah, on to confirmed signings. So since we last spoke which was, I think, just about two weeks ago. We have confirmed the signings of... Uh, no, I think Naikati was already confirmed. So, uh, Nico Williams um, from Liverpool for a reported £17 million. Pounds, unreal. Uh, Omar Richards from Bayern Munich for... is about eight and a half with add-ons. Um, Wayne Hennessy on a free from Burnley, which is great business as a backup goalie. Um, and then, today, as we're speaking right now, um, despite rumours yesterday they were off and, and all that kind of nonsense uh, the firework brigade Lewis O'Brien and Harry Toffolo um, just it just seems like very sensible business we're, we're backfilling into into positions that we don't have much cover I'm thinking about left back here um, I just everything feels quite comfortable at the minute and, and quite well thought out which is yeah which is unreal that's the main unreal thing when you consider the kind of loose shotgun approach we've had to transfers in recent years that's the main thing it's considered and 
this way I, I keep saying it's a weird time to be a Forest fan because I'm not used to us, and I've probably said this the last five podcasts in a row, I'm not too used to us being this strategic. Our recruitment is just on the point. I've not looked at a, a signing and gone, mm, they're not going to be much good. They all seem quite exciting. So I think yeah. we've done some really good business. Um, there's obviously the question of, is it too much because of what happened to Fulham? But if we didn't give it a go and didn't do too much, I think we'd go straight back down anyway because we didn't have that quality in cover. So we may as well give it a go. And I, I believe that obviously Steve Cooper's certainly the right man to make that happen and give it a go. So great yeah. sign is Nico Williams tonight in the friendly is pulled off a worldie of a cross for the first goal. So I've yeah. seen enough that we're getting Europe thanks to these signings. And Nia Carty looks brilliant as well. Well, I think the, the comparison to Fulham is, is fair. You know, we are spending some money. Um, but I think if you look at the signings Fulham made that season, they were all, there was definitely no chance of confirmed Premier League quality, if that makes sense. Whereas you look at our signs like Nico Williams, Liverpool player, you know, absolutely can be Premier League quality. Omar Richards paid for Bayern Munich, Jesus Christ, like, and started some games as well. Um, Hennessy is probably as good a backup goalkeeper as you're going to get. Um, Lewis O'Brien was man of the match in the playoff final that we won. Um, Harry Toffolo, he might have got team of the season last year in the championship. If not, he was probably very close. So you know, it's kind of that that safety of they're they're, they're definitely good cha- good quality championship players, and also you know, there's there's definite like a definite route to be in Premier League quality. So I, I think we're boxing really clever, and you know, players like Musa Naikaito as well. You know, there's just there's a there's a clear like you know if we were to go down we're gonna make money on these players you know what I mean yeah. that as well so it's just ticking a lot of boxes at the minute and interesting that Wayne Hennessy um, talked about the history of the club because as far as I'm away didn't know his history too well so um, maybe we uh, skip past that yeah. one <laughs> move <laughs> swiftly on past that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well. Uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll skip. We'll skip past that into uh, into confirmed outgoings. So, Lewis Graben has left on a free after turning down a contract extension. Um, not unhappy. Wouldn't have minded him staying. Um, a very good goal scorer. One of the worst strikers I've ever actually watched play. Just my opinion. Not how I like my strikers to play. Um, yeah, that really good season. We got twenty goals. Um, scored some really important goals as well. Like uh, I just want to stress, like I understand his importance over the last few years, but um, yeah, his his goal scoring record isn't as good as I think people think it is. Maybe over the entire four years, but yeah, he he was obviously well thought of at the club, uh, being captain when seemingly nobody nobody else outside the club could see it. Uh, yeah. And obviously being offered the one year extension, I hope he goes on to have a really good twilight of his career and, and scores a few more goals wherever he decides to go to. I'd be interested to see where he goes, actually. I'm not I'm not, I'm not sure he'd go. He'd drop down again. I'm not sure he'd go championship again. I think he I, might go. Yeah, I think he's going Middle East. Far and wide. Yeah. I think he, had the, Arabia, I think he had the bid from uh, Sabri's, I forget who he managed, um, mm, in the Middle yeah. East. And he certainly, like yeah, certainly considered that. Um, so I, I think he might head out there. Um, or the, yeah. the MLS might be a, a shout for him. Yeah. Um, he could do a job yeah. there. I think you, you said it quite well. Like, I understand the importance of Lewis Graben, but for whatever reason, 
he didn't quite do it for me. When he was firing, fantastic. But when he wasn't, very frustrating. And I think that basically sums up the Forest fan base. You've got 50% who will hear nothing bad said about him. And you've got 50% who would only say anything bad about him. So a bit of a polarising figure, but was important to us over the last few seasons. Has scored some important goals, but don't think he's Prem quality. Would have liked to have seen him stay in more of a coaching role, but is what it is. I'm sort of see you later. Thanks for your stay. Good luck and all yeah. that, essentially. Cheers, all the best. God bless. Exactly yeah, that. Absolutely. Exactly that. <laughs> Uh, and then, so a couple of loans. Well, I say a couple, quite a few loans. So quite good to see this kind of players going out for, for development. Uh, Jonathan Panzo out to Coventry. Um, not really sure why we signed him if he's not, because he's not exactly young. If he's not good enough to be our backup this season. Yeah, I, I don't know if they were holding on to him in case we come back down and he can slot back in type thing. Uh, Finn back's gone on loan to Carlisle. Feel like this probably should have happened halfway through last season, last January. Uh, I get some experience. Um, still, really excited to see what happens with Finback as well because I still think he was really good when he when he did play. Um, Tyrese Fornar to Reading. Really wish we'd see more, uh, seen more of him as well. So really good. That he's got a championship loan. Really hope he plays. And then Riley Harbottle and Will Swan have both gone on loan to Mansfield. I really, really enjoy seeing seeing our, our youth team players go out on loan to local clubs. You know, Mansfield County. You know, even even could even go as far down as basically United, that kind of thing. So it's really good to keep them close by, but keep them out alone and keep them playing. So I really wish them all the best. And then on to kind of the the big news on the outgoing is that Joe Lolly has found himself in the under twenty three bomb squad, which is um, he's been told he's he's no longer required or wanted by the club. He's transfer listed or he's certainly available to leave. Um, if if you believe the rumours, he was told by text. Which yeah. If that was Steve Cooper doing that, I don't really believe it. I mean, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's absolutely fine. Don't really believe that Steve Cooper would text someone, say that they're leaving his, they're, they're no longer part of his squad. I feel like that might have been a, a preliminary text from somebody who got a bit o- over overzealous with letting him know. Um, but apparently, it's one of the reasons he's in the tw- under 23s training is because he's no longer part of the first team plans. And apparently, the way Steve Cooper trains is he has he has 10 v10s. So there is essentially no room for the extra man. So although it looks may look like a harsh move into the bomb squad, as it were, the kind of gate and bong was in for, for his entire tenure with Forrest. I don't think it's quite as dramatic as people make out. And it's, you know, I think he'll be fairly professional and keep, keep to it. And you know what? I hope he leaves. I hope he gets a, I hope he gets a, a new team and I hope he does really well because there were times when he looked Premier League quality or certainly getting towards that. Um, but the last two seasons, I think he's been... I know he's had injuries and things like that, but he's really not shown up when we needed him, despite playing a fair, fair number of games. Thinking no. the season before last, and uh, yeah, I hope, he, I hope he gets a move out, and I hope he gets some some form back, and really enjoys what's what's kind of turning into be the kind of twilight of his career, especially with injuries. Yeah, there was a period of time where Lolly was my favourite Forest player. Um, well, eighteen, nineteen, it could have been, but he was tearing it up, and I thought we, we were in danger of losing him to Villa. I was genuinely yep. devastated at that prospect. Looking with hindsight, it's great. It probably should have been the the sort of his time to move and get that prem run, mm-hmm. um, which it doesn't look like he's going to get. He obviously had a few games with Huddersfield, but then moved out. Um, I sad to see him go because at one time he was my favourite player, but it's more sort of sad to see 
how he did fall away. I know he struggled with his muscle compartment or compartment. I don't know what it is, but that's obviously affected him pretty badly. Um, so it, it is a shame to him go. The text thing I think caused, I don't know whether it's real. Like it's hard to tell when a Twitter rumor goes about, don't really need that sort of negativity floating about Forest Twitter at the minute. I think it has the danger of spilling into being a negative place at times. Um, definitely warranted in the past, but at the minute, I think let's focus on the positives. If he has been told by text, yeah, unfortunate. Uh, again, can't see Cooper being the one to do that, but in the words of Love Island, it is what it is. Um, there will be a recoupling <laughs> and he is on his way out. You mean, you mean Billy Davis, right? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Go on, do your customary Billy Davis impression. Get it out. It is what it is, Natalie. There you go. Russian once again. Um, forget my point, but yeah, I, w- I will. I'd be, be sad to see him go, but let's just be realistic. He isn't the right player for us right now as a Prem squad. So being realistic. Let us never when you rub that Leeds player on the halfway line and squared it to, to Tyler Walker, right? Yeah, I mean, he did a very similar thing in the playoff uh, semi-final for Sheffield United, set up Johnson, you know, two important goals. Uh, that Leeds mm. game before, obviously, last season was my favourite sort of first game ever. And his involvement yeah. in that at the end was uh, incredible. So he scored some bangers. He loved goal against Birmingham. Uh, but... Yeah, time for you to move on. See you later. Love you, Lolle. Love you, Lolle. Um, so another confirmed thing this week was the new away shirt, which is essentially just a yellow and blue version of the home shirt. Don't knock which, it. Don't knock it. Oh, well, the home shirt's not for me, but the, the away shirt, I think that, that colorway does make it a little more palatable, certainly for me. Um, it's it's I, I do like when we have our traditional away shirt, which I consider that the, the yellow and blue to be our traditional away shirt, mm. especially from the European Cup days. Um, yeah, it's 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 much pal- much more palatable in that in that colourway for me. Uh, it's, uh, it's a nice away shirt. It's uh, unbelievable. Probably going to see a fair bit of it. To be honest, you know, there's a lot of a lot of red red or reddish teams in the in the Premier League at the minute. So yeah, probably going to see a fair bit of it. Um, JJ, what do you think to it? Oh, it's unbelievable. I love it. I think the fact that it's got the same pattern as the... I love the home shirt, but the fact it's got the same pattern as the home shirt makes the set better for me. I think they're... I think Macron have absolutely smashed it. They've got the Chloe right, which I'm a big fan of. I love a yellow Forest Away shirt. This this one, that you, if you're watching this third kit from last season, was a banger because it was a bit outrageous. And this feels nice and sort of outrageous for the Prem, so... Um, I just hope that the the sponsor doesn't ruin these kits because both kits for me are going to be bangers. They look that's a, classic. That's, that's a really good point because I think they've got a big decision to make with the sponsor. And there's been a lot of heat on Twitter around it not being a gambling, uh, uh, a betting company. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw a stat on um, Classic Football Shirts uh Instagram page earlier and it, they do like a, a pie chart and it shows you who all the sponsors are in the championship and, and you know it's not as big as it has been in the past but still a, a sizable chunk are, are betting websites and, and companies yeah um, well, utilities as well I know sorry go there's a, a code coming in which is restricting betting and gambling companies being sort of sponsored within football so I can see that phasing out by next year because of that um yeah, sorry to interrupt you. If if I want to, no, no, no. this could get released tomorrow, and I've got no insight to this. If it is this company, I'd be very happy. 
It's going to be random to sort of hope for a sponsor. So this is going to be random. But I wouldn't mind Cinch as a sponsor because I, in my job, I'm a designer. I hope you can tell by our Twitter posts and the surrounding of this video. If you think it's rubbish, uh, then Jacob did it. Um, but I... <laughs> on previous. What, what was my point? What was my point rather than saying how good I am at design? Yeah. So I, for me, this box logo is a perfect sponsor because it's clean. It's nice. The font's nice. It's got nothing daft on it. It's one color and that's what I want. So I think Cinch is a really simple, clean logo. This is a really boring topic of conversation to talk about a shirt sponsor. Um, I, I, I think this is probably more, more interesting than you think. I, I'd probably like something like, I don't know. You don't really see it any, anymore, but like, I don't know, like an O2 or... Yeah, it's, you know, three, like three on it's Chelsea's nice. is a bit yeah. dodgy. Uh, it's always yeah. Cinch or Kazoo, it feels like at the minute. But I'd like yes. Cinch. Yeah. Did uh, they sponsor Everton and Aston Villa last season, uh, Yeah, last season, yeah. Everton have got steak.com, <laughs> which I really don't want because their logo is not nice. Um, <laughs> I think Cinch sponsor Palace, who are a Macron team. So who knows? Uh and it's it is probably boring for some of you, but interested to see who we get. I just hope it doesn't ruin the shirts because they've got potentials to be a banger. And whilst we're talking about shirts, what I'm going to flash up on screen now is this: by the time the podcast goes out, you know this could have already been released. But as it stands, when we're recording this, we've just got a leak of, as you can see, for those watching on YouTube, go to our YouTube and watch it if you're listening to this. The uh, third shirt, which looks like a bus seat, but it's goddamn beautiful. What are your thoughts, Jake? That's that's my cup of tea. That that's that's the that's the winner for for this season. Last season, I, I only like the the home shirt. I want to say uh, this season, I only like the third shirt. It's um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a clean win for me. That that's my you didn't so you didn't like the Calippo shirt from last season. Calippo shirt. What the, the, the third kit? One you're wearing right now? Yeah. No. Oh Absolutely come disgusting. on! Get a grip. I'm not a foreman on a building site, mate. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Great memories of that. This this uh, this leaked third kit. It looks true. There's a picture yeah. of Brennan in it, so it must be true. Um, yeah. I've, call I've, it heard, I've heard it described as the stagecoach kit. Yeah, uh, it just looks classic. Yeah, I think in it's one of those. If we have a good season this season, in oh. years and years time, this is going to be the one that gets the sort of big numbers on classic football shirts or the equivalent at that time. So. I think if this yeah. kit does get released, you know, we get a good sponsor. I personally think we've got free for free bangers of kits, which is what I, I, I'm really into my, my kit. So, um, I always wait and refresh Twitter to try and see when it's going to get released. So free for free kits, first season in the Prem. Yeah. Banger. Love that. I suppose as we round out this episode, please, please let us know your thoughts on the, on the home away and, and proposed third kit. Um, Really interested to know if people love it as much as JJ or I think the home kit looks like an unfinished training shirt that Aberdeen used last year. Um, yeah, just just let us know on on Twitter and, and Instagram and stuff. We, it's really interesting to hear people's thoughts and opinions and things like that because I was really hoping for like almost a retro type, big white collar, that kind of... Yeah, the pattern on the sleeves is amazing, but that kind of thing maybe all over and, and, and really got double down on the... We haven't been in the Premier League since 99 when kits look like this type thing. Mm. So, uh, yeah, really interested to know people's opinions on that. Yep. So that rounds out this episode of the Miss Rolling In podcast. 
Uh, we'll hopefully be with you again in a week or so time, depending on whether JJ feels like turning up. But uh, <laughs> if you're joining us for the first time, thank you very much for listening. If you come back, you're a lunatic, but we love you. You reds. You reds.